0: Well it may be all over for some of us, but the game plays on, so how do you follow the football when you're away at sea? As Mike prepares for a trip to the Saudi desert, Stu gives us a tour around the Sparky Shack, and Stephen talks us through making a covert listening device with a simple rubber and elastic band. As we look ahead to a new year, we consider the highs and lows of the markets in 2022 and where things might be headed next. And Stu is doing his best to serve up some Smoko festive sparkle with some rather wobbly antlers.
1: Well, I thought this was a Christmas special, so I made the effort to get dressed up for it. I thought that was in the memo. And and, And it looks like I've just arrived at a corporate board meeting
2: well, for our, for our listeners, Stuart is wearing a pair of ang- antlers. Um, I think but you, you know it's
1: a
0: um,
2: full bear
1: suit, actually, Mike. It's a full reindeer bears hoodie. Bears don't have
0: antlers.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what you remind me of, Stuart? You know that episode of Faulty Towers where Manuel is putting a moose's head on the wall, <laughs> and it's, it's antlers keep on falling
3: bears have... If bears have antlers it means they haven't chewed hard enough
1: <laughs> but i tell you what it does look like it looks this entire outfit looks like a cross between Yogi bear who's come across a christmas yeah. shop got some antlers. <laughs> I, I think it's quite nice it's quite a good good fetching look but thanks very much guys for getting dressed up for the christmas
2: special really appreciate it
0: mike ahead, um how are you all right, not too September. bad.
2: Looking forward to uh, looking forward to 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 Christmas. Uh, so yeah, um, but I'll, I'll be in the Saudi desert for that. So gonna be Ooh, really wow. looking forward to that. So, but,
0: but why are you going to the Saudi desert for Christmas? His family have asked
3: him
2: to.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah.
0: What? What? No, but seriously, Mike, what's taking you to the Saudi desert? I mean. Well, that's
2: an unusual uh, Christmas location. It's an unusual Christmas location. So I, I do, I do have uh, within within my the, within the family. There's a somebody who works for Aramco, and uh, which is Saudi Aramco, the biggest company in the world, and I believe the most profitable which does... too. Oil and gas. things yeah. to do with oil and gas. And if... uh, anyway, he's a, he's he's um he's a geologist. Been out there six years and has done, but he's he's due to finish his stint, and they've decided to do one last sort of expedition into the desert to uh to to, and there's a lot of stuff that's been found out in the desert saudi's becoming a well they have an ambition to become a tourist destination and we're going to go out there before all the tourists descend on all they wow
0: how exciting
2: yeah it's going to be it's going to be cool four wheel drives disappearing into the desert i think funnily enough it's not actually the desert i'm looking forward to the most it's the sky oh Oh, Mike, wait.
0: you're quite poetic sometimes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's, the, the drugs haven't kicked in yet. Yeah. If,
3: you, if you want Stu and I to leave, just ask. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, of course, we cannot um, ignore the fact that just next door to Saudi, something rather significant is happening at the moment. Will it still be happening when you're out there, Mike? Is I'm it, going to miss the final,
2: coming? I think. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think I will. When are you going? We're leaving on the 14th. Which
1: way are you going around the world? Because it doesn't finish until the 17th, does it? I know, but by
2: the 17th, I'll be in the desert and in Communicado, I think. I don't think I'll be within network coverage. Uh, (laughs) You need
3: Starlink, mate. That's what you need. Oh, that's what I (laughs) need, (laughs) yeah. Oh,
1: no. (laughs) Oh, no, we can't bring Elon Musk in again.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So um, presumably amongst us, or watchers of football
3: yeah yeah and
0: definitely so Steve far,
3: I, I think ice. one of the big things has been how small Qatar is and how many big games so they reckon you can get probably around four games a day if you were so minded and had the money so I think that's unusual and that usually it's spread across a big mm-hmm. geography but everyone's basically in Doha and then they just bounce around to whichever stadium they want to go to so I think from that perspective it's truly been bringing all the different fans from various nations together, which I think has been really positive.
0: And so far, no big fights.
3: Uh, not as far as I'm aware, but they've solved that by not allowing anyone any beer.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I think the only riots I've heard so far were in Belgium uh, yeah. when they lost when they lost to Morocco. Yeah, and there were fights. There were fights on the streets there. So uh, yeah. So I don't think there's been much trouble in, in Qatar as such. And, uh, and, and I think, I think it would, yeah, they, they're contrasting it with the next World Cup, which is North and South America. And you, you just simply won't be able to, or really, it's impractical to be able to do what they've done with all the stadia being in, in, the, in a small area in Qatar. That yeah. idea that you can go everywhere and, and do that. But, uh, you know, that, 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 that it won't happen next time. Yeah.
0: Do, does anyone know what the dims are for Qatar? As in, I mean, how <clears> big is it?
2: Dims? What's a dim?
0: The dimensions. Wow. I mean, sorry.
2: Ooh. Oh, hey, look, we haven't got a hooter. I mean... yeah who to keep us in line who's keeping her in line
0: i mean i'm I'm hootering myself Um,
2: not on our time do that in your
3: own time young lady
0: Um, (laughs) by dims i mean dimensions sorry sorry marketing lingo. marketing bingo um Yeah, how big is Qatar? I mean, are we talking in terms of? Let's measure it in terms of the size of Wales, because everything Mm. is always measured in the size of Wales. Are we talking? I think
2: this could be the first time that Wales is bigger than somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, I think it is. Well, Wales is the smallest nation in in the in the World Cup, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Is it? No, you're a quite population size, isn't it? I thought it was Wales, but anyway.
0: Uh. That doesn't help me with the with the dims of Qatar, though, does it? Uh, It's
3: smaller than Sydney. But bigger than Melbourne, apparently. I might have stumbled what? across an Australian website. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, the whole country is smaller than Sydney? Uh,
3: but bigger than Melbourne, yeah. Um, uh, lo- it's larger than the Lebanon.
0: Oh,
2: uh, well, four... then it... yeah, <laughs> yeah, Qatar is 11,500 square kilometres, give or take.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And 21 many...
1: times smaller than the UK. Uh, and how many stadiums has have they built for the World Cup? It's
2: Eight, seven. I think it was. Wasn't Eight, it? I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it, so it's zero point five six times as big as Wales. So there you go, fifty six percent of the size of Wales. So it's small. Yeah.
0: Oh, half or well, bigger than. Useless half factoid. Size. Gosh, this has been a really interesting <laughs> but, but
2: diversion. Think, but, but thinking of this as a maritime pod, podcast, I thought we might want to talk about what the World Cup's like for, on a ship. Ah, oh, yeah, ships. Oh, yeah. I remember that? them? Do you remember the floating well, things? Was, we, let's yeah.
0: establish first what was the last World Cup that one of you who who was the last one at sea and what would have the last Jesus? I can't speak. What would Ooh. the last World Cup have been for you?
1: I think that would be me, um, and it would have been the two thousand and two, which was Korea and Japan. Yeah. And both of them did very well, if yeah. I remember rightly. That was the last World Cup I experienced while being at sea.
3: 1998 was the main one. And I France. remember,
1: uh,
3: yes, and we, had, um, oh. we were watching England-Argentina, the penalty shootout, mm-hmm. and, but, it, but it was recorded. Someone had got a video from the night before, so we were all saying, well, we won't listen to it, we'll go to the saloon and watch it, as if it was live all so watching there, and I'm waiting for the last England penalty, and I just caught the eye of someone who clearly known the result, and because we're all like on the edge of our seats, excited, and he just went like, <laughs> and "I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks a lot, mate." <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, David Batty missed. Uh, Hang I, on, we're... so
0: how would you have got hold of those? How did you get hold of the video?
3: Uh, we were just alongside. I
0: mean,
3: is... okay. We were in, in the Philippines, alongside actually, and um, so we all decided. That because it was on kind of uh, late at night for us, that we'd actually all convene at Smoko, actually and watch the yeah. game as if it was live, not expecting people to ruin the fun, but they do.
0: And that was, was, a, that was a long
3: Smoko, mate. Yeah, well, you know, it's Kevin Wireless. You have as long as you want. <laughs>
2: Wasn't wasn't nineteen ninety that Italy one? Wasn't that the one where Beckham flicked his leg up and and no, the, guy, wow. the guy dropped? No, bloody hell, one?
1: Mike, you yeah. really are showing your age. And I don't follow football. That was like eight years later. That was nineteen eighty flick. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Beckham probably wasn't even born when I was. Oh, nineteen ninety was Gaza. That oh, was Gaza. Yeah, that was
3: Gaza. Yes.
2: Yeah, I can remember Clearly,
3: Mike follows his
2: football. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> okay, so... That
3: I hadn't even started going to sea when Mike had his last World Cup at sea. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, World Cups at sea, wonderful fun.
2: Well, I think where well, we used to have, like, I can remember, I don't know whether you guys did because you're so much younger than me. So you probably had some <laughs> digital version of this. But I was thinking, you know, you used to have the, the 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 like the pull-out sheets from the with the group stages and you'd fill in all the teams and you could run mm. a book on that and um it's and, and, and stake Mike. yeah it's called you, a, have a sweet state. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you and you'd have and then you'd be tuning in the shortwave to try and get some coverage and results. I think uh, <clears> so how, how about you guys? How did you manage to get info on World Cup results? What was going but, on?
1: It, it, it was always it was dependent on who your Sparky was. Do you remember Sparkies? Yeah, oh, absolutely.
0: Hang on, <laughs> hang on. hooters sparky? are not working? <laughs> <laughs> j-
1: jiggle them, jiggle them, j- j- jiggle <laughs> your hooters. <laughs> yeah. There we go, there we go.
0: Define
1: Sparky. A sp- define a Sparky. Um,
0: I mean, quick. He was. This, like this is
2: after, this is this is after Stu's classic engineer description last uh, we're yeah. now I, don't to I, yeah. I don't think i can beat that
1: one i don't think i can beat that one um i think to start with mad literally mad as a box of frogs
2: exposed they to were, all the microwaves it's all that radio equipment
1: yeah their, their their workplace was an odd it looked like they were just in a room full of transformers and pipes and electricity and do you remember do you remember back to the future And do you remember the, do you remember the doctor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is pretty much what a Sparky looked like. And and he would have the weirdest working times because he'd have to go to the Sparky, the Sparky Shack to listen out for distress messages. And he'd have a clock with colours. I can't remember the colours, but there was red and green green in them. Green and red, and there were yeah. silence periods silence in period, which yeah. they had to listen out for distress. And if you were sending a distress, you would know that they would be listening at these particular periods. Thing was, three minutes before, three, yeah, yeah. something three. around there. Come on, then. What was it, Mike?
2: It was three minutes on the hour and half hour, and three minutes on the quarter hours. And I think the hour and half hour—I'm not a Sparky, by the way—but I think those are the five hundred kilohertz. And the quarter past and quarter two, three minutes. That was two back in the day. Wow! There you go. There you go.
0: So they would listen out for other ships in distress transmitting. Yeah, so there were silence yeah. periods where you would
2: specifically listen out for stuff in trouble back back then. But my my, my oh. memory, one of the reasons they were, from my memory, why they were called Sparkies was because uh, the, the, the they they used to have these. In order to show that they were transmitting, they had these bulbs tied to the copper stuff that went up to the aerials. Yeah. And when they were doing all their Morse code stuff, these 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 things would flash. So but that was
0: sparkling.
2: But my my memories of radio officers, as they properly should properly be called, was that they were they sat in their in their little thing, chain smoking and demanding cups of tea. Uh, They usually had a little serving hatch where they would send you things like weather forecasts, pass that through, and in the other direction was cups of tea.
0: So a Sparky is not an electrician, an electrician, as He's I thought. He's a radio thought. officer, a, Com- is a, a communication
2: radio officer. officer, used to be. But communication.
1: Were... Right. <laughs> that was
2: that that
1: was the that was the irony. Communication, because what they would do after their silence periods was either go for a coffee, depending on the hour of the day, or they would go down to the bar for a stock check, and they were often the people that did the stock check in the bar, but they would drink most of the bar, and then as the day progressed on their ability to understand Morse code got less and less. So <laughs> if you were looking for the football scores, be it the World Cup or just even the weekly ones, the you were worried as you got further and further away from GMT, therefore he was drinking later and later towards the football <laughs> scores. Yet the chances of him receiving Morse code, and anyone who's done Morse code, it's, it's a nightmare anyway. But to do it under the sub- significant influence mm-hmm. of alcohol had a detrimental effect on the results of the football as well. And it was only months later when you got home, you realised that the Sparky was that. That the football results that you'd been hanging on to for the last nine months were completely inaccurate. So, yeah. it's,
3: it's, we used to have it's, one, um, he's uh, Filipino and his name was Jesus, but we always just used to call him Jesus because he just kept well, most of the time he'd turn all the kit off as soon as you wanted to make a phone call home. So, you'd be arranging it and you'd be ready and he'd flick the wrong switch and, go, and he'd like, Oh, no, no and then to everything, it burst back into life again, and then you go, Brilliant. Jesus. So uh, that was <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, so wow. one, of the, one of the ways I used to listen to the football results was by cunningly using VHF radios that I oh. was in charge of recharging. So I'd position one. You're talking about with,
2: the Solas lifeboat radios now.
3: Yes, so, that's right. Yes, so that's right.
2: I would, that's the kit you're about with. to abuse in some way. Yes, so I would okay.
3: find an eraser, rubber to us, um and get a bit of an elastic band, wrap it round, and so the rubber would press onto the transmit button. I'd then position that next to the radio in the Radio Shack, and then turn on the VHF on the bridge, and I could be on duty while still
1: listening to the football results. And and the technical term for the button was called the onion thing. I think it was called
3: onion.
0: The <laughs>
1: I think it was called tit, the
3: tit. Yes, sorry. Yes, yes. So I'd have I'd have a rubber pressing the tit.
0: <laughs> I cannot bring myself to honker you for that word uh, in that context.
1: It, it's true. But, <laughs> you can, you, Thank you. It's, it's true.
2: It, yeah. It's funny. I don't know what to say true. at this point. <laughs> but definitely, there is there is there is something about button pushing which is often referred to on ships as hitting the tit. So I don't know whether there's anything you should read into that other than. um... (laughs) Yeah, But
1: I think the most important thing is, did you get your results, Steve? Did you get the football? Always used to get the football. Happy
3: days. And then obviously, if the old man had come on the bridge, I'd quickly turn my VHF down.
1: And then (laughs) then, then he'd go back into the Sparky (laughs) Shack and he'd see one of them stuck up against the speaker (laughs) with the rubber on the tit. (laughs) Very good. Everyone who ever saw
3: it went, wow, that's really good. I'd say thank you. Yeah, it's ingenious. Well done, and, you're, and you're actually doing fan maintenance at it the is. same time. That's which right. I think
2: is, it's a, winning. Absolutely winning.
3: Run the battery through the cycle. It's all good. All part of the service.
2: Yeah. I'm sure Take our me listen-
0: back. Sorry, go on, Mike.
2: I was just about to say, I'm sure our listener will appreciate that maritime tip. <laughs> Although I, I'm, I'm hoping that because of the connectivity and Elon Musk and all that stuff that Stuart loves, that people are actually watching the games live at sea today, that would be what a great outcome. Wouldn't that that be?
1: Oh, I think that would be marvellous. I I, I think we should get a listener. I say a listener, one of the many. I'll I'll phone him. To call him. (laughs) To call (laughs) in and find out if that is actually true, because that would make my day to find out that the seafarers are all watching the World Cup because of connectivity.
2: Although I would say that a, a decade or so ago, I do recall an Italian passenger ship coming to grief because the bridge team were busy watching the tv rather than navigating i'm not quite sure how long ago that was but uh you know but tvs were invented for sure so i'm not sure about the rest of it though.
3: i was once yeah, on she... an italian ship i was doing my pilotage exemption ticket and i was working alongside pilots so i'd go on to ships on the mersey and we went onto this tanker for all the italian officers and they had the most incredible Um, coffee machine like a proper full-on barista one and we're going along and it's like it's getting hard to see and I was thinking I'm sure it's not that foggy and anyway what they've done is that this huge machine that took up about a third of the bridge was bubbling away with so much hot water that the steam it was producing was reducing visibility on the bridge of the ship so it looked (laughs) like you were going into thick fog so there was lots of muttering and then rags were sent up and we saved the day and had a lovely coffee into the I bargain. Know? Rags, rags, um, pieces of material.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah.
2: you know, was—I think that was a premature. <laughs> I you meant like
0: some kind, of, <laughs> some kind of, special kind of message. Um, but I can, ragey messages so or something. The, I don't know. Think,
2: thinking about this and thinking about coverage and and all that good stuff, I can remember. S- sailing on a ship where the captain corrected my courses and 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 uh, uh, passage planning around mm. European stuff, and then I realised what he was doing was maintaining TV coverage. and it, <laughs> No, no, he was. That's what he was doing. And this is this is quite a long time ago. And then of course there was the the ship the ship that collided with the Maldives. Was it the Wa- Waka Hero Waka Hero? Yeah, do you remember like that one? Sh- just recently. CL, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, and that was that was something to do with um, mobile phone coverage. So it seems to be no uh, tracking, an enduring an enduring theme. Tracking sure the signal. You, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Wow, Mike, you did hint on the fact that you have been tracking what's been going on in 2022, oh, glad and you so have that. done a little review of the um, year without depressing us all. <laughs> um, perhaps not looking back. but putting your attention on the four what what's going on in the market right now and what can we expect to see in early 2023
2: early 2023
0: treats happy things well glimmers of hope on the horizon
2: well there's been some amazing stuff going on um but largely driven by geopolitical events which are not great news but if you look at um uh Germany, for example, Germany has built a gas terminal in 200 days. Wow! And they're just waiting for the floating regasification and storage unit to to come in, uh, floating storage and regasification unit, sorry, to come in and start putting gas into their grid. So the 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 gas crisis that they thought was going to be caused by their over reliance on Russian gas has been solved. It's not without expense. And and those, those ships have been, there's ships sort of wait, loitering, it's been widely reported loitering around Europe, but vast amounts of money today. But compared with the national economy, it's a drop in the bucket. So mm-hmm. that's an amazing thing that's happened. And that,
0: that is relevant because there are vessels off the coast of Europe that cannot dock with their liquefied yeah, gas because been, there's nowhere, yeah.
2: to nowhere to discharge to it. The, gas, the, 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 yeah. storage, the storage is full. Ghost well, Rider, the pattern ghost rider, the pattern is full to go back to our Tom Cruise <laughs> stuff, right? So so that's that's been quite amazing. The other thing that's been quite amazing is the um uh the uptick in, in in tanker markets. So we started off the year with quite high oil prices. So countries were managing their inventory quite low, keeping their inventory low. Then they needed to stock up and 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 so over the year, tankers have, have generally got done better. Um and then, of course, Russia did what it did, and there's a whole rejigging of, of, of tanker trades getting uh, and and the sanctions environment has created a lot of opportunity, most of it legal um, for, uh, for, for for tanker owners to make a lot of money um, carrying Russian crude oil or replacement crude oil that's gone there you know, to people that used to use Russian crude oil. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of opportunity in that environment, um, but some of it involves sanctions avoidance or sanctions optimization, if you want to put it politely, which which can mean ships are changing flags, so they're no longer involved with an EU flag where the sanctions are in place, uh, which is all sort of, some would say, um, slightly unethical, uh, but Uh, if you
0: are, if you are happy enough to buy Russian um, gas or oil, are you getting a bargain right now? I mean, what's well, that market the,
2: like? So Russian Russian crude's being bought at a discount, so every or being mm. sold at a discount because they need to fund the, their 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 war, uh, and oh. and so and there are there are people who are prepared to pick that up. Then of course the crude oil goes into a refinery complex and comes out as gasoline and diesel and all those other things, and of course you don't necessarily know then that no. whether that was Russian crude that produced that product, and of course that product then is probably shipped into other markets as not wow. russian because it's come from somewhere else like india for example uh its refineries will produce gasoline and it, so the origin for that cargo will then be india and it won't be subject to sanctions uh, and there you go so that's that's nice the nice bit of margin works. nice <laughs> bit of margin indeed look at you with your commission wow
0: <laughs> give the, me the more other, give me more
2: yeah so the, so tankers are good um the other the other sector that's kind of um in the news is containers which had their record earnings followed by a record drop and and the market's on its knees now and you can be, pretty much ship containers for free um, so that's going to be quite interesting but of course what will happen in the in next year is think that all that will roll out they they made a he- hell of a lot of money they bought airlines they bought very expensive ships they've time charted in tonnage of extortionate rates which the market doesn't now support so they're going to have a bit more of a torrid time so tankers looking good going forward um containers looking bad going forward very challenging uh bulk carriers more or less the where they where they were they've been um the cape size ones and that's normally everything about china china's economy is r- reported to be heading for sort of rockier times being less less of a uh, mm. an economic dynamo than it's been in the past so that's where we are um, so those are the sort of three main sectors i cover um other ones worth looking at uh, because of the concerns about energy security, offshore oil exploration—that's going really well. Uh, renewables, anything offshore, wind farms—that's going really well. So anything maritime that's associated with those trades um, uh, is is doing well. So the offshore sector is doing well as well. So there you are. That's a 30, 30 or forty-five second snapshot. Oh, well, that's very anyway. interesting, Mike. I mean, Hopefully not too depressing. I think there were some good bits in there as well. Uh, I, I, I think
0: there were. Yeah. yeah. So. Um... What are we all doing for Christmas Holes? We know that Mike is off to Saudi. Um, Stephen Jones and Stu Nichols. Do we have plans?
3: Xbox X series. <laughs> what was that, okay. Steve? I'm going big. Xbox X series. I'm Go a Go on, on, deep in week. Call of
1: Duty. Don't you worry about <laughs> me. Hey, you're not having a Christmas dinner. Send in revels. chocolate oh god christmas and chocolate oh that's a nightmare do
0: you i i i heard a rumor that you were in training for a rather strenuous event
1: exactly um, uh,
0: i'm i'm thinking you're going to have quite a restrained christmas or or does your training regime kick in in the new year
1: no it's already started um good uh, yeah, I have got this mad nutritionist that's helping me. He's a he's a cross between Parandi and the Swedish Chef off the Muppet Show. And, <laughs> and uh, all
2: the turkey sketch is classic for that. But <laughs> <chef. laughs> he
1: he said to me the other day, he said um, he said whatever you eat now won't make a scrap of difference from when you're going up the mountain in July. So I I took that literally and sort of earning his well, dollars. I will literally just feast myself um, over the Christmas period and then think about it in the new year. So no, training started. Yeah, it started two weeks ago. Um, and uh, the big event is the 9th of July. So at the moment, it just means every other day sitting on a turbo trainer, spinning away, not actually going anywhere. Um, <laughs> w- watching a lot of boring documentaries. Uh, two, three hours sitting on a turbo trainer. Is just
0: Boring.
1: And it, what is that, a static bike, a turbo trainer? It is a static bike, yeah. In fact, actually, it does surprise me why we don't have them on ships. I don't know if anyone's out there who has got static bi- uh, uh, turbo trainers on there. It's, it, it's a fantastic um, form of exercise and it's quite safe when the ship's rolling. So I don't know why we haven't got, oh, yeah. got them on the ships. But then that means that you've got to be going
2: uphill and sometimes you're going downhill. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Do you think 2023 is going to be like one of those parties that you just don't want to get? uh, Can't be asked to go to the party. Don't want to. It just got no, no enthusiasm to go. And it's one of those. 2023 is going to be one of those parties that are just like off the cuff. And they turn out to be one of the best parties ever. Unplanned parties.
0: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. (laughs) I was hoping you were going to say that sometimes the best nights out are the ones you thought were going to be really quite dull and shit. Yes. So, yes, let's hope that 2023 is like that.
1: Okay. All right. Well, you've perked me up a little bit. Yes.
3: Happy Christmas, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Season's
2: greetings to all. Be nice to each other.
0: Have fun um, in Saudi, Mike.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Are you taking a Christmas tree with you or anything or?
2: <laughs> Tiny little one like that, very small one. Uh, pack, Packing is rather critical on this trip, so yeah.
1: And are you taking like, um, like king's uh, crowns with you? And are you going to be like the three wise men in the desert? <laughs>
3: and, uh, That's you such a good that. idea.
1: <laughs> are you going <laughs> to... Are you going to be looking for a manger for so many
2: lives? <laughs> You're on, you on a
3: bicycle, Mike, in a car. <laughs> Following <laughs> whatever <laughs> they
0: are. Yonder star.
2: <laughs> yes, indeed. Following yonder star. All right. Well, have fun, everyone.
3: Yep. Thank you all.
0: Toodaloo.
2: See Bye. you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.